What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with us at Tale Varsity Radio. Dean Blevins joins us, uh, former Sooner standout. Of course, News 9 in Oklahoma City, the sports animal uh, all over the Sooners and Cowboys. Thunder as well, at Dean Blevins on Twitter. Dean, what's a good word? Happy Monday. Thanks for the time. Well, the good word is the sun is up, and uh, everyone uh, that we know of around here is doing well and uh, moving forward. Well, I had to ask you, I wanted to get some sooner insight with uh, with Walter Rouse. We were spending, I don't know, uh, he committed to Nebraska last week, midweek, and spent a couple of shows talking with some offensive line minds, and they're real excited about the Stanford prospect. We get done with our Saturday morning show, cooking some scrambled eggs, and hey-o, uh, <laughs> Walter Rouse is going to Norman. Give us some insight as to uh, to Rouse uh, finding his way down to uh, to OU. You know, the the first thing I, I I thought about when you called the other day was Oklahoma has been a program that, uh, of course, recruits against oftentimes the Alabamas and the others of the world, and A and M here particularly. They they had a commitment from uh, David Hicks, the, the the defensive tackle, and A and M snagged him. Uh, Oklahoma's probably lost as many commits as any program I can remember because they're recruiting against the big guys. Although I, I do, I have got to say, Venables and company did get Peyton Bowen back into the fold after he publicly had committed. He's the, the five-star safety that committed to Oregon but was also committed to Oklahoma, and he came back around. So these commitments are, are odd. Rouse is such an intelligent, sharp, you know, together guy I can see how uh, it would baffle some people. I don't know everything about it. I, uh, Bill Biedenboe is the uh, offensive line coach at Oklahoma and a friend. Um, I put him on a, on a list. In fact, Stoops uh, just liked the tweet that I put out a day or two ago after you called. I think I was doing some homework, and I, and I just remembered Oklahoma's had three offensive linemen that were hired by Stoops that – would match any others anywhere. Mark Mangino, Kevin Wilson, who, of course, was the head coach at Indiana, Ohio State assistant, now at Tulsa, and then Bill Biedenboe. So they come at it from a, from a really strong history standpoint. And then current day, you know, they're, they're, they're really pumping these offensive linemen into the league. The first two, uh, the first team, two offensive tackles, all pro this season are Lance Johnson and Trent Williams. So they've got a lot to sell. But, hey, I've been there on losing recruits and commits. Um, I don't know how good Rouse is. I mean, he's started 39 games, and he is a brilliant guy. Um, Who knows? I I think he will come in and compete is all I heard. I didn't hear that he was just going to come in, and he's such a killer that he'll, he'll dominate from day one. So I understand how these things happen, and I will tell you this. Oklahoma has one of the most ineffective NIL programs 
for when you compare the top 15 or 20 schools in the country. They do not, they have not uh, bought players, been able to go out. And so this wasn't a Rouse thing where at the la- I can tell you this, this wasn't a thing where Rouse at the last minute was offered $500,000. Texas is the place that has taken three of Bedenboe's four- and five-star offensive linemen, and they decommitted, called him, cried all about it, and basically they said, hey, they're telling us that we stay for four years, they'll pay us $200,000. So they're paying 50000 a year for any offensive lineman that comes down there. Oklahoma is unable to do that, and it's not part of their mentality anyway. So from a bought standpoint, and that would be the first thing I would look at if I were a fan. Mm-hmm. I would say, well, they've stepped up and bought him. Well, um, I'll say that's absolutely uh, not true. It comes down to what you alluded to with all pros in the league and history on the offensive line of previous hires and current guy there. OU's putting, fair to say, 60% of your offensive line uh, from freshman year through senior year, three or five getting drafted by the time they're, they're eligible, junior or senior? Yeah, they really are, and the ones they're putting in are like Creed Humphrey was second team. Right. His first season, he was All-Pro. He's fabulous. So there were three basic first-team All-Pro caliber linemen that uh, you know that, that Bill um, had thrown out there. So uh, I hate it. Uh, I hate it from the Nebraska standpoint because you know Nebraska is my second favorite team, and I got on your show when people were upset about the hire of Matt Rule, and I said, "Guys, you're crazy." Uh, may not be the greatest recruiter in the world, but he'll bring in enough talent, and then he'll coach him to a bunch of wins, and I still do believe that. Um, but I will add one other thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that is Brent Venables wears his faith on his sleeve, and it is God and faith are talked about openly, and this has been a program since he's gotten back here that has attracted um, athletes and coaches who buy into that. And I'm a son of a Baptist minister, and I won't get into it, but I have the same beliefs. I'm not like Brent in terms of, you know, it's just out there all the time. But I hope you understand my point here, Chris, mm-hmm. is that I think this young man um, could have been influenced in that regard because Brent is an unbelievable salesman. And then when you throw in that part of it, that element, Um, he can win a lot of uh, competition. Matt Rule has done, you know, just Nebraska was hovering in somewhere in the 40s with when Rule was announced and Nebraska able to end up and close in a top 25 fashion. And they've gotten some portal gets, but uh, Rouse needed some clarification. And you painted that picture perfectly as to, to what went down. And it sounds like Venables just really, really connected with uh, with Rouse, and I know in Rouse's statement, uh, his faith was was mentioned uh, in, from the get go in in that uh, that tweet. Dean, before we uh, we move to the the Cowboys game tonight, I want to quickly ask you: following that debut season for Brent Venables, what's the the mood around this Oklahoma program? Is there any hot seat talk with Venables? Does there need to be drastic improvement in, in year two, or, or what's at stake here this offseason? You know, I don't know about the hot seat part of it because. They're going to be going into the SEC, and I think most of us believe now, 
not this season, but the following season. Mm -hmm. So they have so much ground to make up in terms of wins and losses. I think the expectation next year, they have three games they should win in non-conference. So I think that anything uh, less than a 9-3 season is going to get some people really upset. But are you really going to fire a guy uh, going into the SEC who's popular? I mean, I don't know. And, And I've been pretty critical of Brent. Uh, and he's a friend of mine. I do his show, but but I I know his weaknesses, and one of them is he better quit coaching. He better quit being the defensive coordinator. He can't be a head coach and defensive coordinator because he's never been a head coach, and it hurt him a lot this year. So there is some pressure there, uh, and they lost a lot of people. They got a great recruiting class, number four or five in the country, uh, but at the same time, those kids aren't going to come in and, and turn them around. So I think it's going to be a challenging year. Anything less than nine and three will have people buzzing and make for a lot of controversy because you're going into that SEC following year. Dean Blevins with us, Hale Varsity Radio News 9, Oklahoma City Sports Director, Sports Animal in Oklahoma City. Dean, the Cowboys tonight, what is at stake uh, for this uh, Cowboys squad beyond just moving on successful regular season but it's been 30 years since dallas has won a playoff road game yeah yeah it goes back to does it go back to coach switcher i think it does it does i mean barry's uh, the last one yeah. to get it handled it was, it was the 1992 <laughs> yeah. season january of 93 was the last time they went yeah. on the road they beat the 49ers yeah okay okay um 92 okay well uh, they, I mean, it's huge. I mean, these guys, it, it's its a talent mismatch. I mean, I really think that Dallas has substantially better overall talent in Tampa. What does that mean with Dak at quarterback and with their their tendency to play below um, capability? It means that if Tom Brady is on and they give him time, that it could be a, a game where it'll be one that goes to the wire. And based on these other ones that we've seen that we really didn't expect to be that close, they all have been. So I would think that it would come down to that. And I guess I saw a a two-and-a-half-point line. Dallas is good enough in terms of talent to be an eight-point favorite. But uh, they just have a tendency of not playing up to their potential. Um, And and I'm kind of concerned about the game. I, I, repercussions, if that's what you're asking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Jerry would fire himself, but I wish he would take a real hard look at the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going. Uh, if, McCar- yeah. if McCarthy is, is not the answer, what type, of guy, what, what type of guy does it take to work for Jerry? I think who he will definitely go after, and I think he's going to take the job, is Matt Rule. I know that'll upset you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks are spilled you everywhere. You should have seen the, the look that Schmidt and I just gave each other. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, my friend. No. Oh, Lord. No, I don't know. You know, he he and Sean Payton are, are really tight. But what that means to me is that Sean Payton knows he really doesn't want to coach for Jerry. Uh, but uh, he's pretty connected. And he's come out and said uh, – pretty positive things about regardless of what happens. But I tell you what, if they go out and lose this one, it's, it's going to be hard to, to keep him as a head coach. I don't really know. You know, their offensive coordinator, well, I'm missing his name, uh, the, the, the coordinator, Kellen. Kellen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a whiz. I don't know if he's at the stage, although he's been getting opportunities, I think, right now to be interviewed for a head coaching mm-hmm. job. I don't know if he's ready to step into that position, but it wouldn't surprise me. 
uh, if he went with him. Well, that that'd be interesting with uh, with Kellen there, and of course uh, you have uh, defensive coordinators getting sniffed uh, around by a couple of different openings, and Peyton may look at Denver. That's what I was going to say. You're right because he, if you keep him as head coach, you know he stays. So I would think. Mm-hmm. So that, I was thinking the same thing there, Brian, as you started there, right? Dean Blevins with us, News 9, Oklahoma City. Follow Dean on Twitter, at Dean Blevins. Dean, always a pleasure to get caught up. Thanks for your insight and uh, the scare a little bit ago with uh, with Rule and Dallas. Uh, he was just kidding, folks. Uh, <laughs> Dean, uh, you have yourself a good week, and, and we'll uh, check in soon, bud. I will, and, and I, I really uh, I feel for Nebraska in this situation. I personally don't think that this is a guy that's going to come in and be an All-American and be a real difference maker. Uh, maybe Matt Rule feels differently. I know the great things he said about him. And, it, and from what I've seen and heard, it, it's, it's legit. But at the same time, I, I don't think it's just an absolute killer. But I'm not in your program. I'm not in your state day by day. Um, and so uh, I probably shouldn't go too far. You guys have a great one. Anytime you need me, I'll be happy to talk.